0: Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Say it, then do it. I'm going to teach you something today that's extremely important. And I would really like to get to ask you to give some serious thought to this idea. If you take success in general and all the individual things that we can be successful with, there are underlying, Well, so let me finish that. All the different things that we can be successful with. And if you look at all the different people on the planet, there's millions and millions and millions and probably billions of different things that we can become successful at. Underneath that, there's foundational things that, if we're successful at the foundational things, as we become successful with the things, the, the specific things, it makes everything much easier. Right? So here's the how you do any how you do anything is how you do everything idea. First of all, I find it very interesting, and I think you will too, to think about meaning, like we give meaning to things in this way. It's really fascinating that. Outside of the human mind, as far as we know, nothing has any meaning, at least not to the extent that it affects us. Our foundational way of giving things meaning is primarily just for two things, survival and procreation. That's it, that's the reptilian brain, that's the two million year old old brain, okay? What's fascinating about that is that that same meaning also exists in all other life forms to some degree, right? So it's always it's always in this in this very survival stage, right? Very base survival stage. And it only has a few meanings, you know. Like if you look at a rabbit, right? A rabbit only has a few meanings in the world. You know, it's it's stay alive, eat. And make other rabbits, right? That's that's really about it. You know, rabbits got it made, except if a coyote's chasing it, right? So, but what makes us godlike is the fact that we can give meaning to things beyond survival, beyond the urge to procreate, beyond the urge to eat or take a shit. Like we can give, we can give meaning to so many different, we give meaning to everything meaning is the cause and effect when we give meaning to something we are also creating the cause and effect in our mind of how we interact with that thing so from a, for a from a fundamental principle standpoint the more i give something a meaning that's going to move me forward the easier it is because the more i give that mean i mean the more we do anything the easier it becomes right so, the more I give something a meaning that's going to move me forward, like if I get, if I wake up, my alarm goes off and I'm like, oh, you know, we've all had that morning, right? Oh, <laughs> I always want to sleep. I want to stay in bed for another hour, you know, that type of thing. If I do that repetitively, especially with that kind of kinesthetic uh, attachment, that emotional attachment, oh, you know, I'm going to start giving that meaning. I'm going to give a negative meaning to the alarm. I'm going to give a negative meaning to whatever it is I'm supposed to get up and do. I'm going to associate pleasure with the idea of staying in bed and then it'll become harder. It'll become more difficult as time goes on. So we want to give things meaning that allow us to immediately take action on those things once we say we're going to do something but we want to build it as an internal muscle so that 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 that, that, that taking action on something becomes automatic. Very easy. We don't have to wrestle in our mind with doing something because that's, for for most people, that's half the battle, getting themselves to do the thing in order that they'll do it long enough to become good at it. And all you folks want to become masters at what you do. You don't want to be just good. You want to be one of the best in the world at what you do. If you want to be one of the best in the world at what you do, you have to be able to get yourself to do it without any hesitation whatsoever. So I'm coming up with an exercise for you because I know that some of you are still struggling with this, and I have a feeling that you're all struggling with it in different areas of your life. So here's the thing. Once a week, I want you to come up with 10 things per day. So like take an hour or something, or it really shouldn't take very long. I'm going to make this very, very simple because it's not the complexity that makes this work. It's the simplicity that makes this work. Take half an hour on a Saturday or a Sunday, whenever you're prepping for your week, and just add this to it, okay? And think about 10 things every day that you can do that are easy, will not take a lot of time. But when you read your list and you're like, number one, you see what it is, immediately you do it. So here's like what it could be. I'm going to hop on my left foot five times, right? I'm going to lay on my back and clap my hands, right? I'm going to bend over and whistle. Like silly, stupid shit. It can be really easy, but just stuff that you don't normally do, right? Specifically, it should be things that you're not currently doing. Why is that? Because I would really like you to associate new doing of new things in your mind to the immediacy of doing them. So that's like, bam right? Why? Because as you're growing, you're constantly having to do new things. You have to make new decisions. You have to be able to make them quick and you have to be able to move forward on them. So the faster you can do that, the easier it's going to become because you're going to wire yourself to make the decision. You're going to wire yourself to take immediate action on the thing. Procrastination is probably the biggest freaking killer of, of everything. A person can't get themselves to do it because they spent so many years not making themselves take immediate action on it. And they literally fight in their brain. I mean, I've coached people that are like, they just tell me like, I do everything else except for the thing that I'm supposed to do and I can't seem to break the habit. And it's like, well, first of all, you can break the habit instantly. But you have to give, you have to make yourself do it every time you're supposed to do it without question because you have to rewire your nervous system. You've got to rewire it. And the faster you rewire it, the easier it becomes. So here's here's what we know scientifically behind this. This might help. We've all heard the idea, the 10,000-hour theory, right? It's not really a theory. It's it's very accurate. Anything that you do for 10,000 hours, you will become magnificent at, right? There's more to that than just that. Because it's not just creating the neuron connections in the brain. Every one of those nerve paths is wrapped in something called myelin. And it's the myelin that actually allows us to be able, the synapses, to actually do it faster and more accurate. So when you see people that are amazing at what they do, it's not so much the nerve connections, that's part of it, but it's the myelin that was created in the doing of the thing, but... There's, a, there's, a, there's a, an added thing to this that science now knows that we didn't know maybe 15 years ago, <clears throat> and that's this. If a person has to struggle at all in not getting themselves to do the thing, but in the thing that they're doing, it grows faster. It grows faster. So they studied successful people all over the world, like the best of the best, not just average people, but the best of the best. And they were like, what do these people have in common? And they really went deep into everything. And what they found, without any exception, was that as these people practiced what it is that they're exceptional at, they literally watched them struggle along the way while they were practicing, while they were doing it. And it was uncanny when they started filming people that were doing this, when they would watch them practice. They they wouldn't even know each other, but they would have the same body language, the same facial expression of like intense focus or concentration, they also had this in common. None of them thought they were making any progress at all. But when experts watched them, they found out that as they pushed themselves to do it through the struggle, they were learning six times faster than a person that was just doing it, you know, without without really kind of pushing themselves to the edge of of fear of their capability. But here's the deal. The real problem is this, and I've witnessed this with so many people. How do you get yourself to stay in that place where you're struggling, where it's uncomfortable? Because it not only is it the place where you learn, it's the place where you learn the fastest. It's the place where you master your skill the fastest. And I wondered for a long time, because I knew that there was something else behind me doing the 100 conversations in seven days, and I got so amazingly good at, at sales after that. I knew that it was more than just breaking through my fear to be able to talk to them. I was speed learning because I had, to, I had to struggle and adapt in the conversation, and I had to do it repetitively for seven days. And I was on that phone probably 12, 15 hours a day, easy, during that time. So the basis of my skill set was encapsulated in those seven days. And I'll tell you this. Here was one of the reasons. You all know that that when I started coaching, I was coaching network marketers, right? Then I decided to leave that industry and just go to Entrepreneurs of Business. Okay. One of the reasons why was this. In my sales training program, which if a person did, made them an unbelievable salesperson. I used to charge $15,000 for it, right? And it was a six-month program. People would give me $15,000. The first exercise I would give them was the hundred conversation exercise. And they had two weeks to do it, not one week. And people would literally leave the $15,000, walk away and never talk to me again. Because there was a contract they signed. There was no, I don't give refunds, right? I, I mean, like if you come to an event that's different, but when you're coaching with me, there's no refunds. And they would literally walk away like 80 to 90% of the people would leave the money and walk away. And I was like, well, I'm not in this business to take people's money. That, like that's crazy, right? That's how much they wouldn't do the exercise. And I was like, well, it might be a great exercise, but if a person can't do it or they're not gonna do it, it really doesn't make a difference. But then I realized it's not the exercise. I'm picking the wrong people to coach. So the it's it's, it's unbelievable how much better we get when we put ourselves in the struggle. But the reason that we don't, the reason that most people completely avoid that is because they don't like the emotional feelings that they're feeling on the inside. So that can be overcome, right? But it's not overcome just by changing your thinking about it. It's overcome by practice. And one of the first parts of that practice is to get yourself to do things when you say you're gonna do them, Because it's kind of like this. It's kind of like jumping in. It's like kind of like it jump, you know, when the water's cold in the pool or the lake or whatever, and you kind of stick your toe in and you pull it out and you're like, fuck that, you know, it's that's really that's cold, you know. Um, and but you know that it would be better if you just jumped in all at one time because you get used to it easier. It's the same principle. It's the same principle. If I keep sticking my toe in there, you know, and my body's measuring the contrast between the, the air temperature and it's 85 degrees outside the in the water is 765 or 70 or whatever it is there's no way that I want to go in that water but if I jump in I get used to it really quick and I'm already in I'm already in right so the idea is that you pick 10 things every single day They could be simple things but what you want to get in the habit of is doing it and then with the things that you already have in your life ask yourself where do I hesitate Do I have trouble getting out of bed in the morning? Do I have trouble getting myself to whatever? Whatever you procrastinate on, begin to change that and do it immediately when you're supposed to do it. I really like the calendar for that because it's not something that I can argue with or make excuses. It's there. It's in in the calendar. I know it's in the calendar. I'm psychologically preparing that it's in the calendar. And when it's time to do it, I just do it. Okay? But from the aspect of it, because... What is the one common question we all hear? When is this going to get easier? When is this going to get easier? It's going to get easier when you do it repetitively enough that you don't have to think about it anymore. Because the only thing that's making it difficult is the argument that you're having in your mind about doing it. You know, if you would do something repetitively every time you say you're going to do it for like two weeks, it would start becoming easier that fast. That fast. Your body will adapt to it really quickly. And then moving into the things that are a little bit more difficult where you may have some emotional issues around, like you know, the when you're talking about like sales calls, it's the rejection, it's the feeling that we're doing something wrong, it's going against a middle class or working class value system where you believe that you can't ask people for money and you shouldn't be bothering them, and this is not okay, and I don't want to push anybody. I don't want to be known as that person. Like these are all stories that we make up in our mind that are absolutely ridiculous, but they only become ridiculous when you're on the other side of that story. They're not ridiculous when you actually think that it's real, you know? So let's start with this idea that we're going to come up with 10 things every day. Okay. You can start, you can like take one part of your week and do it. You could do it in the morning, however you want to do it just add it to your week, is to your, to your days, wherever you're going to do it. You could do it all at once if you want. That would be great. But just when you say you're going to do it, do it. So make sure that you've got the time and the space to be able to do that. If you don't, don't. I would rather see you miss a day and not do that exercise, okay, than actually say you're going to do it and then you don't do it, right? So if you're going to do it, Give yourself the gift of like, it's not, it's not, it's not negotiable. I'm absolutely going to do this. And I'm I'm telling you, it will really change things. I know that it was, we didn't know this at the time when I first started my coaching like 30 years ago, but my mentor would give me things like this. Like he gave me this principle. He's like, when you wake up, get up in the morning, like don't screw around and lay in bed when you wake up, get up because you build that muscle immediately, then it becomes not an option. And it literally becomes uncomfortable if you don't. So the more things that we can create like that, the easier we can follow through instantly when we say we're gonna do it because we don't argue with the, the creator of all of this, which is ourselves. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you wanna know more, Go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.